Welcome to I Am Ethos, a podcast about self-discovery, inspiration, and uplifting real-life stories from extraordinary people. Each week, we deliver the best inspirational stories and tips on how you can live an extraordinary life. Now here's your host, Joe Willow-Rose. You see, through sincere, daily, nay, continuous efforts and application of these great laws, I had brought forth into my world that calm, certain faith which I always sustained, that certain knowledge of the reality of God in me, and so ever was and ever shall be, you can be sure of that now invincibly protected and victorious in the light. And so will it be with you if you make continuous application. For as you learn to make your meditation a prayer without ceasing, you become a divine storehouse of energy so charged as to act or assume any form instantaneously at the bidding and under the direction of your own God self. There are some who are now children who, as their parents raised them in the full knowledge of the use of this law, will be able to exercise their natural God consciousness in the precipitation of whatsoever they may desire. And in these cases, I dare say, the parent will learn from the child. And that is one thing about this great law. Even a child can understand it. And that is the identifying trademark of all of our teachings. Simplicity. Why, dear ones, I have seen children of four or five years of age use these simple affirmations and achieve results that leave their parents amazed. And then you can bet that the parents get busy and make their application too. What could be more beautiful than the pure manifestation of the living Christ and all its childlike simplicity and grace? And it is this childlike faith that you must have. First, you use it on small things. And when you discover that it works, then you use it on larger things. And in this way, you build faith. And faith casts out all imperfections. You know, dear ones, what mankind needs more than any single thing is faith. Yes, of course, love is needed, but faith is a form of love. That form of love which casts out fear and doubt, the absolute knowledge of the presence of God within. And believe me, fear and doubt are the two greatest drains on every individual today. Actually, fear is just doubt manifesting in a slightly different way. And the different manifestations of that doubt are more numerous than I can name. Anger, self-pity, self-justification, greed, apathy are only a few. Many times, most often in fact, people do not realize that these forces act in them for they are often dormant under a certain situation comes along and the force is awakened or comes into action, even in students very far along the path. And then that one 
will very often justify his actions or feelings so cleverly that he is later not even aware of what was that it was acting in him. And this can be very dangerous, especially in one who is in a position of influence over the lives of others. Honesty is the first and foremost requirement expected of any student of law. And honesty with oneself comes above all else. If you will not examine yourself and look closely at your own world and what is acting in it, and then go to work and clean house. And this is a continual process. How do you expect to become a master? I hope you do not expect us to do it for you. As you do clean house, and by that I mean that you ask your presence to remove from your mind, body, and world anything that is less than perfect, you will be amazed if you sincerely ask your presence to show you the many deplorable ways in which doubt has been acting in you to prevent you from operating your full God potential. And then if you will go to work on what you see your divine presence will draw so near that its assistance and sustaining power will be a never-ending joy and blessing to you and all that contact your world. And people will say, what is it about you that is different? You seem to have changed. And you will find that people will be drawn to you without their knowing why. And you will become a great blessing to others wherever you move, wherever we move you. For then, and only then, will we be able to use you in the more than human work which we are about. For whatever you have overcome, will you be able to help others to overcome. What joy will be yours as you are able to render to others that great service? Truly, it is more blessed to give than to receive. As a service in which we are able to use your expands, as you become a greater and even greater son, the love and assistance of the legions of light through your own outpouring to others will raise and bless you far more than your ability to bless. And far from the energy being depleted, you will find that your energy, your vitality, is growing and growing all the time. And you will find that you become a great battery of energy for loving service. The limitless light of God will pour forth from you at all times. And once again, shall you be a son of God. I want to tell you that many times you will find yourselves in situations where you're face to face with another individual and you seem to have nothing in common and you do not know the reason for your being there. Well, you must just make the call to your presence that you be shown immediately what the reason is that you are there and what you are to do. I suggest that you say something to the effect. I am the presence of God in this situation, doing what I am meant to do, saying what I am meant to say in perfect divine order. 
then go ahead and continue to talk or do whatever feels like the natural thing to keep the ball rolling. And you will then, as you go along, begin to get the right feeling on what it is to transpire, what you are to say, or perhaps what it is that the individual has to say that may be of importance or assistance to you. Just be natural. You must give no indication that you're doing anything out of the ordinary, no matter how dynamic your inner call may be. And then be patient. Oh, be patient. Be patient. How I wish I could emphasize that. Just stay relaxed and know that the presence of God is at work to bring about the perfect divine plan for that situation. And many times you will not know or even have the slightest inkling what the plan is. But you just go ahead in a most natural way from one moment to the next as you feel your inner guidance coming forth. And you'll be surprised how easy and how natural a thing it is to get your divine guidance at every moment, no matter where you are. And many times people to whom you're talking to will say, why, that is just what I needed to hear. How did you know? And you will say, oh, I just had the feeling that you might be interested to know that or some other natural thing to give not the slightest indication of the inner work that you are doing. For the first law and motto of the great white brotherhood is to know, to dare, to do, and to be silent. And silent you must be. Furthermore, do not get to thinking that because you know the law that you are superior to anyone. For many times, the reason that you will have brought into contact with another individual, no matter how humble in appearance or ignorant of things spiritual may seem, will be because that no one has something that we wish you to hear, or will tell you that one thing which at the moment you may not be in need of, or more than anything else, and many are the times that we pass among you and you know us not. Many are the ones that have met and talked with Ascended Masters working in tangible, visible form, unaware, and believe me, dear ones, in such cases, it has always been our way to take the appearance of one humble and ordinary in appearance and manner. Expect to meet us, and if you treat all that you meet as masters, perhaps you shall, as the service to be rendered allows. Remember, the light of God is within everyone. We are among you always, whether in tangible form or not. And as you seek to aid one another, your fellow brothers and sisters, you open the doorway for us into your lives and worlds. And I tell you, my dear friends, we will be most happy to be able to enter in that doorway. And I say to you now, we shall enter in. And what a time we shall have then, shall we not? When we talk heart to heart, what is preventing that time from being now? 
Dear hearts, let us talk for a moment about a condition that I know is troubling many of you. And that is the appalling relationship that some of you have with your dear parents. The dear souls that volunteered to bring you into this world, which believe me, knowing some of you as I do, was a brave thing to do. And who, misguided through, though some of them may be, have tried so hard to raise you and teach you to the best extent that they were able, as they believed to be proper, and against whom you have struggled to the point that you no longer have that beautiful, harmonious relationship of parent and child, which is the divine plan and which our Creator intended. This is something which must and I say, simply must be rectified if you are to advance. For it is not by chance that you are with these parents. You dear ones chose these parents and they chose you. And although you may have had to go through seemingly unendurable hardships on each other's accounts, I say to you, one day you will see the wisdom of this association with each other. You will see what it is that has drawn you together in this embodiment. And you will, through that realization, learn to love these dear ones as the flames of God that they are, evolving as you are, and each in his own right. But until such time as you do realize the true reason for your being in each situation that you find yourself, I humbly suggest that you learn to be as kind as you can be and to try and get along. Even though you may feel ignored as an individual person in your own right or greatly wronged or misunderstood, for to learn to manifest harmony always and under the most adverse conditions is one of the greatest lessons and tests that you will ever have to undergo. And what better place to undergo it than in your own home? You must never allow yourself to feel holier than thou, for you know that you are not, and that you may have advanced very far along the path. I say to you, you could not have done so without your parents. And there is much that you have still to learn from them. It was their love that brought you into being. And no matter how much that love seems to have waned, it is still there if you will take the time and call on the law of forgiveness. Call the fire of forgiveness into action to consume all human discord, all humanly created resentment, doubt, fear, and all wrongly qualified energy of the past that has been causing you to see only the outside of each other rather than the true Christ selves, the one. And when you see that one, what a glorious day it shall be. How happy you shall be and how happy we too shall be. For in that very one is your true home your sure, certain victory over all human, binding conditions forever, the doorway into the unlimited consciousness of the ascended state. And I want you to know that there are many of us in this state now who on the earth were parents and children of each other. 
and who now are working together in greatest love and harmony with each other as pure, free beings in the great white brotherhood of universal divine love. How you dare once would benefit if you would only let go. Let go and just be at peace with one another. Just let each other be with a space itch needs to explore and operate freely, each in his own world, without the judgment and condemnation of the other. And that condemnation, no matter how subtle you may think it, or how silent is the most grievous deprivation of freedom that one individual can ever impose upon another. And I hope, I sincerely hope, that none of you will ever again be guilty of this and that you will stand guard over your thoughts and feelings and the words you speak to others to this effect. And I hope that as you value your freedom, you will call the consuming fire of forgiveness, the violet flame, into full and sustained action should you ever catch yourself or others doing this. And how much more freedom and peace will you have then? Try it. You shall see. And so gradually you see that not only can you escape the effects of the judgment others directed at you by removing, dissolving, and consuming forever every and all tendency within yourself toward judgment of others, no matter how small that tendency may be, for that is the open door. What you yourself see can be abstained only if you are willing to grant the same to others. If you want love, you must give love. If you want peace, you must give peace. And if you want freedom, you must give freedom. Acknowledge others' rights to the same things you wish for yourself. Free will is a divine gift. It is only man that has curtailed that freedom through his efforts to impose his own will on others. Do not feel responsible for what another does with his free will. Rather, first take the responsibility for yourself and the disciplining of and the conscious, harmonious direction of your own thoughts and feelings are the greatest use you can make of your free will. For only in that conscious direction and mastery is the true freedom that you desire. There is much that you all have to learn in that respect. And although you may not like to hear about those things that you still have to work on, hear about them you shall, for you would not want me to leave you in the dark. That I am sure. And aren't you glad to have a friend who is honest with you? And I am your friend. You should know that by now. We from our octave find it regrettable that so often an individual will say he wants to purify himself and to serve the light. And then when we show him how to go about that, he quails in fear as though he would show someone something that he could not do. And as though we were not there and ready to take that one by the hand and give him every needed assistance. Oh, dear ones. Why won't you follow through on these things? 
when you ask us for something, know that the perfect instantaneous solution is there. But you must have faith in us, at least a fraction, and the patience to let us help you in that perfect way, which is very often not the way that you think we should. For the human, with its limited five-sense material view of things, just loves to rush ahead on its own and make a mess of things when it doesn't have the consciousness of what it truly to take, truly has to take place. And believe me, the perfection, the beauty, the true joy that would fill your lives, each and every one of you, if you would only turn to your own ever-present God selves, your I am presence, and the great white brotherhood who are one with that presence, for every single thing from the littlest to the most important, how great a change would your lives undergo. How every little thing that you need would seem to offer itself to you before you, even before you ask. For your own God self knows your needs before you know them yourself. And it is an all-consuming faith in that I am presence, which all of you, and I say all of you, more than any other single thing, require. For if you do not have faith, what have you? Remember, in the name of the love, the wisdom and the power of the presence that I am, I am, the full consciousness forever of the light of God that never fails. I thank you. Godfrey Ray King, Ascended Master. Thanks for joining us this week on I Am Ethos. Be sure to tune in next week for our next exciting episode.